Hey there, it's your DM Jamie. I just wanted to give a quick heads up at the beginning of this episode. We ended up recording this episode in a place that we don't usually record in, so there was a lot of background noise and reverb and just a lot of general, like, environment things that I didn't take into account when we recorded this. So the audio is going to sound a little bit different, a little more echoey, and just we weren't paying as close attention to background noise for some reason. And I'm sorry, I wasn't able to fully edit all of that out without compromising your ability to hear us talk and play and laugh and have fun with the game. So this episode and the next few following it, because this was a pretty long session, are going to sound a little bit different from the rest of the episodes. I wouldn't say they sound terrible. They definitely don't sound great, though. So I just wanted to give a quick heads up on that. This whole coming arc, I believe, falls underneath this similar sound setting. So it's going to sound different for a few episodes. Just bear with us. It will pick back up again, sounding more familiar to the first few episodes. And this is a learning process for me. So every episode sounds newer, better. I'm getting the hang of it as I go along. So thank you so much for continuing to listen and bearing with us and letting me learn as I go. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you're enjoying. Anyway, enjoy Episode 6 of Attempted Adventure Harmony. Previously on Attempted Adventure. It is a bronze gauntlet with symbols and designs. Is that the symbol that was on the creature's head? They actually came to find it. I'm here to like fully bring you back to the temple. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need to work on your organization. I'm so glad that Cal was able to find you. Oh, I hate them. Great, what have you brought me? He puts both hands around your hand and he pulls the glove off your hand. Because it apparently reanimated this charred black magic corpse. Is it cursed? Feel free to wander. I think one of our outsourced preservationists may have set up a small wares shop in there. Sands Ah! What is it? And she says, ah, listen, I know that you told me not to do this anymore, but you'll know when you meet him, please, gosh, please. Your <laughs> lifelong friend, Ander. My buddy! My son. Well, somebody's gotta be his parents. I guess it's us. Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? So the last thing we did, it was pretty late at night. You guys all stayed well after dinner in the canteen. And you heard Portia, or um, not Portia, Penelope calling out from in the main temple area. Yeah. And you went out there and you met her and she introduced you to her new little friend, who uh. is, in fact... Your lifelong friend, Ander. My buddy! My son. He's here. And Thank he God. recognized you and was very excited to see you. I would have been really offended if he didn't recognize I us. I dapped him up. I want to stay up just a little bit later. Just because, like, this temple intrigues me. Okay. I just kind of want to poke around a little bit. Okay. What are you doing? Everybody else has gone to bed. It's just Fenian. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to go see if there's anything in the library, like books about this place. Or if they're just, like... Like, just a collection of books about everything. Okay. Yeah, um, 
when you get into the library, it's there's only like one oil lantern lit in the center, so you kind of have to use your dark vision to get through. It's the only one oil lamp lit. Even Olin Fair has retired and gone to bed. Um, and he left a lamp burning in the library? How incredibly irresponsible. It's fine. I'm kidding. Um, right. It's on the table. It's not, you know. And you can kind of see that the books and tomes that they're that are listed in the library, they've got them all inscribed, and the shelves that have the inscriptions are nice and well organized, and everything else is kind of like being carefully handled so as to not destroy any work. Um, so looking through the things that are inscribed and already like organized in there for the reading, there's really only some stuff about like druidic religion and and like nature and things like that. Do you want to make an intelligence check? Sure. Fourteen. Yeah, you learn you learn a little bit about Ludus. Um, so here's what I'll give you. So you you read that Ludus L O O D U S is the name of the deity that this place is meant to embody and and not worship but um, follow his way of life. He was a nature god encompassing all four elements and the balance of nature. Um, and his entire existence was to maintain and oversee the harmony of the four elements and ensure the balance of nature. That's really it. Um, he was druidic entirely. Um, whether he was a physical person ever is unbeknownst to you. And there is a couple light sketches of what the the preservationists have hypothesized the um, iconography uh, behind the altar looked like. Oh, they can't okay. really like a recreation. Yeah, they're it's they're or a reconstruction. Yeah, yeah, it's a couple different people's best <clears throat> guesses essentially, because um, that was something that unfortunately they couldn't um, fully yeah. save. Um, and in one of the books, you find the words Vesi, V E S I, Eldred. E-L-D-R-I-D, Ter, T-E-R-R-E, and Ciro, C-I-R-R-O. And no information about that yet. That's like the beginning of an entry. They haven't written the rest of it. Oh, okay. And that's it. Is there anything that you, I talked too fast through? No, not really. Okay. And that's Thank it. Thank you. That's what you find. Um... The drawings of the thing behind the altar, are they, like, vastly different based on who drew them, or do they share, like, commonalities? Well, so it seems like one person kind of, like, drew the general shape of what's left, and then they kind of passed it throughout each other, and each person gave, like, based off of other, like, illuminations and other carvings and things, they each kind of, like, were going in the same direction, but with different details. Oh, okay. So it's, like... It, everyone kind of seems to think that it was a figure front on, both hands out, and the face turned to the sides, but all, in every single one, the, the um, it's, a, it's, all it's a little, little different. bit different. Yeah, yeah that's all. Fenian okay. goes to bed afterwards. Cool. In the morning, do you just wake up and go straight to breakfast? Heck yeah. I do. Cool. You're chilling. Cal is there in the breakfast, in the um, dining hall. A lot of people have already gotten to work, going about excavating, working on just like missions and the working and things like that. Cal is really the only one who seems to be like sitting and taking her time eating. And Alma is as busy as ever getting breakfasts out to go. I go sit with Cal. Okay, cool. She says, oh, good morning. How was your night? Heck yeah, it was great. Oh, awesome. I'm so glad when my friends sleep well. She asked Aww. how your night was and Portia said yes. 
<laughs> Again, I, I had one of those. I need to reiterate. Cal thinks Allie's lack of and um, Portia's lack of charisma Endearing, is funny. Yeah. yeah, she thinks it's a joke. Yeah, she loves it. She means it. Fedian comes in a little bit late. He slept in a little. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, buddy, you need to get you need to get better rest. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> well, listen. I mean, you guys are like fucking heroes, all right? Oh, I need yeah. you. To, I need you to be like on top of your game, all right? Cause like I can't do the shit you do. I got no brains. What are you up to today? Oh, you know, uh, doing some trainings with some of my my crew, and then uh, I thought maybe I'd go help out with the excavation a little bit later. Seems like they're finding a, a pretty decent room in there, so maybe by the time you guys go and get back after your next mission, there'll actually be a room in there. Hopefully. Ooh. Who even knows? I mean, this place, you know, it's wild. So wait, are we getting a mission today? Is that... Well, I don't know. That's Morgana's deal. She doesn't tell me anything. Are we uh, like doctors? Are we just on call now? Well, yeah. I mean, like, you're free to roam about the, the temple. Your job at this in the Preservationist is to respond to information in the field Heck when yeah. we have a promising lead. So it's kind of just, you know, wait around until that happens. I mean, you know, should be wild. Yeah, so you guys have breakfast. Um, do you guys split up? Or uh, are you just kind of... I don't know. She said she's gonna go do trainings with her. Do we homies? check with Morgana? Yeah, I was gonna say, should we go see find Morgana? We should find. He's a fear bolt, but I don't know his name. Haitian. 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 Haitian is what I said. Haitian is what I tried to <laughs> wow. say. Wow. I feel like I've. Metagaming, I feel like I was led to believe we weren't gonna be able to find that guy, but. Mm. We can go look. Is he around? Uh, well, can... that's fair. Let's go talk to Morgana. You can ask. Are you asking Cal where Morgana is? Yep. Yeah. Uh, she says, I think I saw her in the library. I could be wrong. All right, cool. Saw so her go that way. Hey, girl. Yeah. And then I trip on my way. Porsche is the best. <laughs> I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys go to the library. We do. You get to the guard, the sun chamber or the sun garden, and Genji is gardening, and Morgana is standing over him as he explains a plant to him, to her. He's not mansplaining. He's just trying to explain like oh, the benefits of that individual crop and what they could do if they could have like a vast majority of it. Regular splaining. Yeah, regular splaining. I like that. Plant splaining. Um, as you approach, Morgana looks up and sees you, and she says, "Oh." Good morning, all. Good morning. Howdy. Oh, yes, that's Johnson. Howdy. Um, what's up? What's what's Gucci? What's going on? <laughs> Did you what's just... Gucci? <laughs> <laughs> we all write that down. Yeah. Like, that's so Gucci? Funny. Question mark. <laughs> uh, as you guys are talking to her, Andrew runs up, and his robes are tied between his legs into tiny little shorts. <gasps> and he's got his sleeves rolled all the way up to his armpits, and he says, "Ah, oh, good morning, adventurers." And he sits down a potted plant in front of Genji and hmm. continues going about something that Genji told him to do. Oh, Anders, you're working for Genji now. You got a little green that thumb there, buddy. They're just they're just finding things for me to do. It seems like it's great. I love having youthfulness. Be careful, that kid can hack up a dragon. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I couldn't, but I tried. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, he did do it. I got he did. all my. He did the best. Speaking 
of which, have you been able to use those? Oh uh, yeah, they're totally, it wasn't a waste of your time. Don't worry about it. Extremely useful. So definitely, definitely not a waste of your time. I'm finding uses for them. That's really, it's just, it's so heartwarming <laughs> to know that I could have been aiding you in your adventures thus yep. far. Yep, I got some eBay hooks out there, so, you know, eBay. You'll, you'll be hearing about it. I don't know what eBay is. <laughs> Like oh, it's the under. It's the dark market. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, we're gonna have to, that's really scary. What's growing, Genji? Oh well, um, I got some, you know, run-of-the-mill herbs here. This, this is, uh, Olmus' little section over here, and he like motions to a corner, and then he says, "Of course, I got my glowing mushrooms on that side," and uh, uh, Ander here is helping me plant some crops. I think we're going to be able to do some tomato plants in here, which will be nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. salad. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think maybe we have room for a little bit of wheat. Nothing to make anything out of, but just to see if this soil will grow it. Be I cool. see. Whisper to Genji. I'm like, Genji, you got that gong, though. Got that Genji gong? <laughs> he, like, he, like, looks at Ander and Morgana, and then he looks at you, and he leans over, and he says, Come to my room later. Oh! <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I tell uh, Genji that I'm gluten-free and I don't want the wheat. Oh, well, I hope you didn't have any biscuits this morning. They were full of gluten. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. I clench. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Morgana says, um, sorry to interrupt, but were, were you four looking for me? No, we were looking for Genji. You're not important. Don't worry. Oh, wait, no, what? I'm only kidding. It was a joke. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I do have a bit of news for you, but nothing to go on yet. Hold on one second. And she like sifts through her pockets and pulls out a little notebook and she says, there's a village that we're looking at. We may send you out as soon as this afternoon. It's an elven village and something to do with trees. I'll know more in an hour or so. That was okay. incredibly vague. I know, I know. I didn't write down all the notes. The notes are in my office. It's like a whole <laughs> thing. I'm so sorry. I know I keep doing this to you. I'm just the worst, but. Trust me, I do know the information, just my brain can't hold it all. I just love that so much. Oh what? God. Why are you laughing? Because it was, what are we going to do? Uh, something about elves and trees. It's, it's Those sounds, are the two words. It's funny because it sounds like what your boss really would say to you. Ever. Yeah. Like, I don't have it in front of me. I but... don't remember, but elf trees? Tree why, elves? Why don't you get started well, on it, though? I'll tell you later. We'll meet later. I love it. I loved it. I liked that. Yeah, so she says, if you guys will, uh, I'll, I'll hunt you down in about an hour or so, and I'll give you the information, and I'm sure by then we may be ready to just send you out on it. We've got plenty of information. I'm oh, just waiting, I'm waiting on a couple more leads to come back and, and fill me on, on the last few details before I send anyone on it. Hey, Morgana, look at my new Warhammer. Oh, that's pretty cool. I love it. Where'd you get it? I don't want to say his name. <laughs> in case he just, like, appears. Let's we summon him. He shows up and says... She's is before he's already on the wall. The moment, <laughs> the moment you hesitate, she's like, "Oh no, don't! I understand. <laughs> I fully understand. Why'd you hire that guy? I didn't. I told you at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. He was here when I arrived. Okay, so we have an hour to get ready. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, we'll get ready. Are you going to your room? I yeah. kiss my, my chemical romance poster. I put on my I... best undies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. My crime fighting undies. Yeah. Okay, well, you guys are just like... I go to uh, 
Genji's room. And, uh, you know, he's not there. Up. He's still gardening. Damn you me. go to the room anyway and take the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Just like pluck one off. I'm, I'm you like gonna, go to like sample. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the big main area where she's going to meet us. And then I sit menacingly holding my short swords and watch Jesus. people watching. Um, do you really go into Genji's room, Melody? No, no, I won't okay. steal his weed. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys are just waiting. Where does where was Cal going? Training? Yeah, they're off campus. Oh, okay. I just get my stuff and you guys are all waiting in the temple. Yeah. All right, cool. You're just chilling. It's pretty sick. Um, <laughs> pretty sick. People are hustling and bustling and passing you and it's wait like, what? Can I go back to that um the room with the the key? Uh huh. Um, and can chamber? I make a perception check? Okay. What do I do for that? 20? Yep. Yep. And then add your wisdom. Perception if you got, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Wisdom? Mm-hmm. I got 16. Okay, yeah. Wow. Um, you are alone in this chamber. Mm-hmm. And as you stand, and where are you looking? Uh, I'm looking, like, at the key. As you look at the key, um, you can see the reflection of the glow beneath the water casting up on the wall around you, all the walls around you, because it's quite dark in here, there's no source of light, mm-hmm. and except for under the water. And you notice that as you're standing there, it kind of moves a little bit more than just natural water moving from you walking across this water path. Um, and you hear just a very, very soft humming sound. You can't make out a tune or a melody, but it sounds like intentional, like, musical humming and it's it's reverberating and echoing and it's vi- echoing echoing it's echoing it's echoing and it's it's hard to make out exactly what's going on this might be dumb but i just say hello nothing happens you say it like that hello hello uh you hear the hum mimic the tone of your voice you say hello it says oh Run. It's Melody. a musical door. It's like Willy Wonka. We have to play Rachmaninoff. And again, you can't tell where it's coming from because it's so echoey. Can we try to make music back in it? Oh, uh, I definitely sing she Fully didn't. Alive. <laughs> You're not there. Yeah, she's alone. I, well, I'm singing Fully Alive to anyway. as I wait. Wherever you are. <laughs> fully Alive! <laughs> Just like that. It's so sick! All right, um, I just turned around. Do you want to go get Melanie? Yeah, I dash over to Melanie, like, come here. I'm like, okay. And then we dash back. Okay. And I say, sing something. Okay. You don't want her to play one of her many instruments? Do both. We'll we'll get there. Sing and play fully alive into the keyhole. Into the keyhole? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Just add it. It's good. It's big. I don't know that song, and I'm not going to do anything copyright, so I'm just saying you play a little bit of a... Happy birthday. No, no. You, that's also copyright. You play oh, just... Not anymore, baby. You play a little bit of like a disconnected tune. You just play yeah. like a, a sweet little melody. And uh, you stop, and you wait, and um, everybody make a nature check. Everybody? No, Even? just, I'm sorry, Melody and Portia. Oh, okay. Uh, is that a 20? Or it's intelligence a... plus your, it's a 20 plus your intelligence. Oh. And if you have a proficiency in nature, it's your proficiency bonus yeah, as well. I don't think it do. Is that a, it's a 5 plus 18 Ooh. plus 2. 
Okay, doesn't yeah. Matter. That doesn't matter because Melody got yeah. it. Um, you play this little tune just on your lute, just plucking along a sweet little melody, and you stop and you wait for the echo to die down, and the humming sings it back to you. I'm like, that's weird, right? That's pretty weird. Okay. I'm weirded out. But it is yeah. the harmony chamber. Yeah. So maybe it's just making harmonies with us. Alright, we should just go. <laughs> you guys are like casual. You know what? I don't think this is. This seems alright. This this isn't going anywhere. Um we go back yeah, to these guys back. and tell them what we just did. Yeah. Okay. Benin, do you have any ideas? I'm like <clears throat> very concerned and I'm like, judging by your tone, I cannot gauge how important you think this is. Um, I don't have anything about that, but I do mention that the last time I was in there alone, I also heard that weird humming, whispering okay. sound. I also mentioned the thing about the water moving. Okay. To you guys. Cool. Oh. It wasn't the water moving, it was the light moving under the water, casting different shadows. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just going to ponder that while we go on our next adventure. Okay, yeah. So you guys are all standing there discussing the weird shit going on in the Harmony Chamber. The moon garden, as it were. And Morgana finally approaches with another green-robed figure in tow. And she says, all right, check it out. And she slaps down a big book on the bench in front of you all. And she says, you are going to an elvish society. Um, I wouldn't say a kingdom, but it is a cluster of many different villages. This society is called the Whistling Woodland. Um, it's, it's a cluster of elven villages um, built within the trees of, of semi-magical willow trees and their main export is woodland instrument or woodwind instruments. Ah, yes. <laughs> yep. They make instruments, they sell them, they teach it. Music is basically their whole life and um, it's called so because apparently when the wind blows, the uh, willows make a soft, beautiful whistling sound. So if you hear that one, tell me all about it. Maybe I'll take my honeymoon there. Who knows? Yeah, I think I summered there once. Yeah. Life is wild. Yeah, married Morgana? I no, studied something you know. very similar. There's a, a collection of statues deep underwater that do a, that have a similar function. Ooh. They're all shaped like strange sponge men. <laughs> 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 Yes, please. Thank you for that. You're I, welcome. It, this it, is it, now the same universe as Spongebob. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not gonna deny it. I mean, you got me. That's the whole thing. Thank you. Talking about the most prescient political commentary of our time. The Keeper's Key Sponge is Spongebob. Spongebob is, yeah. <laughs> he just has to squeeze into that shape. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you guys figured it out so fast. It was easy. End of the campaign. Good night. Um, she... Yep, she says, um, do you have your bags of holding? Yep. And your stones of talking or whatever? Did we each oh, yeah, get one? We, we, we got two, two for the party. Two. Yeah, I think these two so, have them. Yeah, um, Melody and Otto each have one. Okay. Oh, I have it? I thought I gave it to Fidio. You're in charge of the money. I don't care if I have it. That's I am cool. in charge of the money. Um, it just seems like some wizard shit, but I'll hold on to it. I don't care. And I ask her... Like, what are we going there for? What's the, what's the lead? So, the really important thing about the Whistling Woodland is their crop, which is willow trees. 
and every few years, every elf takes a pilgrimage up to the origin tree, which is said to be the first willow tree ever planted in the valley. Um, it is magical beyond old, like time immemorial, so fucking old. And they each take a pilgrimage, and it's being said that elves are making the pilgrimage and never returning. And we even sent one scout out there, and they accompanied a group on the pilgrimage, and we have not heard from them. So, I think there's something going on there. A lot of wilting plants. Not good for them. Doesn't seem good for us, so... Seems it's time to look into it. Um, Indeed. We're gonna send you to a specific person's house. His name is Rolnir. And uh, please wear your gloves. Gotcha. And she points at all of you. Heck yeah. Is everybody ready? Hell yeah! yeah. Eat a roni. Sickening. They lead you out back into the courtyard. And they bring you to the pedestal again, the um, mandala. You all put your hands in and put your hands on this person's glove and they snap their fingers and the world pixelates floats up and then begins to float back down and it is about midday so the sun is very high in the sky um, everything is would be well lit if it weren't for the trees the leaves above you um, casting like golden shadows and shapes and patterns over everything and um, the person in green robe snaps their fingers and is gone. And you are on a wooden platform with an ornate wooden railing. Behind you there is a big, round, very ornate wooden building. And all around you, you are up in a, high up in a tree in this wooden building. And all around you are other round buildings of varying sizes, all equally ornate. And all with a large wooden deck around them as well. You arrive and you're looking around and you hear behind you. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Can I see your hands, please? Bink. Bink. <laughs> Hi. I guess I'll bink too. <laughs> Roll for bink. Roll for bink. Um, oh, good. He says, and he like flashes a little golden hand wave at you. And he says, I'm Rolnir. You four must be from the temple. Heck yes. yes. Where else, baby? Um, very nice to meet you. What are your names? I'm Portia. I'm Melody. I'm Doug Dimadome. Fadian! <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, I do tell him my name. <laughs> um, he says, oh, well, good, great. So wonderful to meet you. You are actually right in time. I was on my way to discuss these very matters that you are being sent for with the um, Council of Elders. If you'd like to join me. Absolutely. Yeah, Certainly! He says, this is great. I'm sorry this is such short notice that I'm just bringing you to a meeting, but I'll show you the way. It's not that far. It's just across the way. And he points to a hut a few feet below and many feet across. Um, and he says, I hope you're all comfortable with air travel, sort of. And he... Um, I am now! <laughs> and he... He reaches up, and before you, you didn't notice it, it blends in so well with the trees, is a taut line tied, oh, hell yeah, we oh, we tied between the roof of his hut and the roof of the hut across. And he reaches up and grabs it, and as he pulls down, um, out, out of nowhere, out of thin air, the line becomes a T-shaped podium, just like two little 
pedals for his feet to stand on mm. and a pole that connects it to the um, line and he steps on and it glides him all the way down to the other side and he yells across just grab the line and it'll do the same I absolutely grab the line okay I'm very excited yep it makes the podium perfectly set for your height and you grab both hands onto the pole and it glides you effortlessly across the the way to the other hut I do the same. It's cool. Yours is really short. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally, I'm short. not a noob. I'm not a noob. When I go down, I accidentally smack into the wall. <laughs> Take one damage. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Um, Otto, as you get on it and glide across, um, uh, Terry Crews jumps off your shoulder and, and glides above you. Yes. No, Terry yeah. Crews does it too. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> perfectly this weird fucking <laughs> uh, Yeah, you all made it. Uh, this is a, um, a bit of a smaller house than his, and he leads you inside around this. Also, I just want to say, like, you described Terry sitting on my shoulder a lot, which I'm cool with, but he's five feet tall. So I know, like, which is hilarious. So we're 11 feet tall. Oh my God. When, That's incredible. Yeah. I know, I hope you duck. Like it, you go. It's like, it hurts my back for him to be. <laughs> huh? How tall are elves? Like three feet. Taller. No, no, taller no. Than normal. Elves are like six oh, feet oh. tall. I was taller like, oh. than human. Yeah. Okay. Taller than the average human. Um, yeah, so you enter the this house. It's warmly lit. Uh, everything is very warm, very wood-toned all over this place. Um, and you're guided to sit around this large uh, tree stump table on these beautifully hand-carved chairs. And Romnir uh, introduces you to the group and he says, Well, like I said again, I'm Romnir and I am the elder of this village. He's very tall. He seems a lot older for uh, an elf, obviously. He's got very long silver hair. He's wearing... Um, a very beautiful hand-woven uh, set of cream and gold robes and a single golden glove, as I said. Um, the rest of this group are also wearing golden gloves, and he goes around the table and introduces them all to you. He says, this is Tomely. Um, she's a female, older person. Um, Zamarel, who is also a female. Ginsbiel, who is a male. And Thindriel, a male. They all politely introduce themselves to you and welcome you to the table and... You're offered tea and cheese and grapes, and they sit down to discuss the matters at hand. Um, Rolnir says, I don't know how much briefing you've got at the temple, but things are looking grimmer by the day here. Um, each year we take our pilgrimage up to the origin tree to not only pay our respects to it for giving us our entire way of life and growing this valley from nothing but seeds, but also to help it distribute its seeds. We each take a seed or two, and we come home and we plant them ourselves, and they grow our crop that we make our entire exports out of, and that keep our um, valley safe and hidden and thriving. This year, it hit a bit close to home for me. Um, my daughter Aylary and my grandson Ilfa are among the missing. He says, I admit it is a bit early, for people to be making the pilgrimage, but you know, some live farther and like to get it over with earlier, and um, just based off of some people's export routes and things like that, it, it makes more sense. We are hearing more and more of the crops closer and closer to the tree are dying, 
and there's no rhyme or reason. Many people are losing their entire crop, many people are losing their homes. It becomes hard to live in the trees when they die, and it's happening at such a vast rate that we, we cannot possibly build new homes for those who've, whose trees are, are dying and sickened and weakened. Um, nobody who's made the pilgrimage early has made it back, and many are growing too fearful to make the pilgrim pilgrimage themselves because of how many people are missing. Hmm. That's so sad. Yes. It is. Sorry. Wait, is <laughs> it, it is. the uh, kids or the grandkids that have gone missing? His I daughter, know a lot of people. His daughter and her son. So his, his daughter and his grandson. Okay. They discuss all of the tactics that they've tried, which is basically like sending armed forces, sending people with torches, sending all kinds of things, and they've yet to have a person return, so they have no information about what is happening to the people once they make the pilgrimage and get up there. And Do they know that they get all the way up there? They really they don't, don't know. They just, they, they go. Yeah. And then the, only th the only thing they know is that many of the villages are starting to be infected by whatever's infecting other villages, like the tree rot and the, the like dying plants and withering and all of that. And the village closest to the tree has been entirely evacuated because of how sickly and broken and dying the trees are. Okay. And Tomley pipes up and she says, We've brought you four on because we've we've been told how you've handled other um things. <laughs> things. <laughs> um, She's devastated. Yeah. Well, the meaning what, you, what do you call you it? meaning the temple, not us, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He hasn't heard like about how cool we are. Well, he, so he, they are all members of the temple. Like, oh. they're, they are members of the preservation. It's totally still talking. And she's like, we are fully ready to send you on Pegasi up to the, yes. um, that's how they make the pilgrimage. They've told you. Um, are you telling me? Yes, we're fully ready to saddle you with full yes. Pegasi. Um, it is a long trip, probably four days in your case. And you will probably need to stop off for some rests and food and whatnot here and there. Anything you need, um, just tell them that you are doing the work of the elders and you will be fully helped, no matter what. Especially if you're wearing our golden glove. Heck yeah! Um, Let's go get some tents! Do you guys have any questions? Or? Mm, nope. Do you... So you have no idea? Like, you don't even have, like, an inkling as to why this is happening? They they have nothing. No one has come back with any information. Okay. And all that they know is that plants are dying. Whatever it is, I'm sure we can punch it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, is there any, like, pattern to the way that the disease is spreading? Just, like, out in a concentric circle? It's, like, as if, like, the plants that are dying are dying in a pattern of roots of something much larger. So you know how roots or oh, like so it's veins like lines, like stretch out? Yeah. Big okay. It's like that. And for some reason, the main vein is hitting down the villages one by one. So. I don't have any questions. How do I? Nope, I'm good. Where do we go for supplies? Um, there are many villages on your journey. Um, you can stop off at any. And like I said, with the golden glove, don't tell them you're with the preservationists, obviously. You're doing work for the Council of Elders. Okay. Cool. All right. Gucci. What is this Gucci? Oh Everyone knows about. <laughs> we're we're heading towards the secret like society. It's like the Order of the White Lotus in Avatar. It's just all the cool yes. old characters we meet say Gucci. Oh shit! Wow. All right. Um. Where's the focus? Are we just... sleeping? 
It's, we're all rested, aren't we? Oh, we're all, oh, we're all yeah. rested. I Get me on that Pegasus, bro. Um, I asked to check out the instruments real quick. Uh, they say, we don't have any here. Um, I think it's best if you get on your way. A few of the villagers have their own schools of crafting and instrument shops. You'll encounter many along the way. I promise. Okay, fine. It's just like, I heard this was the leading export, but it's okay. Well, <laughs> we are the crown jewel of the society, so... You know, it's mostly just us here, leading shit. So, uh, Ginsville and Zamoral lead you outside, back out onto the deck, on the other side, 180, on the other side of this round hut, and, um, there's another line here that leads essentially straight up past the canopy of leaves, um, and as you follow them up there, they lead you up to the top of a tree, which these trees are so densely packed with vines that you can stand on them. Um, like small, like leafy islands, and on top of this tree, there are pegasi all camped up there. Like it's it's like a like a stable for pegasi, How but with angelic. no with no you know actual barn or anything like that because they're free roaming. They live in tandem with these elves, and they saddle you up on four, and they show you. You can see above now that you're above. You can see where the line leads because you can see in breaks in the trees where the lights of these villages are so you can see how it does it does vine upward like the roots of uh the roots of a plant up towards this giant massive mound of leaves and vines that does look much less colored than the rest of the trees how angelic are the pegasi they're white i was hoping for a little more are they cool they're pretty cool they got are they wings. nice yeah, they're well trained. Is they're it not... pleasing to the eye how the horse fur transitions into wing oh, feathers? Very. Yeah, very. Mm -hmm. Does my Pegasus Thirst. have a name? Sparkles. Belinda. I didn't name them. I name her Buttercup. Well, I mean, my <laughs> name is Glitter. Okay. Zamorel's <laughs> like, like I said, we don't own these Pegasi. We live in tandem with them, so. Mine's name is Blood Torrent. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm calling by James. So listen, if they get mad at you for this, you can't get mad at me because they have their own names. Gotcha. Let's go, Blood Torrent. <laughs> oh, anyone touches glitter, I'm gonna say it's okay. Away, James. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> love this. Love it. This is the kind of organic laughter we live for. <laughs> Alright. Okay, yeah. You guys are on your way. You're flying above the trees. This is what I wanted. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys uh, fly above the trees for quite a while. A couple hours. Birds fly past. Terry's flying alongside you. There's nothing really... Should I make a perception check? If you'd like to. I'd like to. What are you trying to see? I want to see just everything. Nope, you gotta give me something. I wanna see if there's any, like, creatures. Like, we're above treetops. Mm -hmm. I wanna see if any I can spot anything below. Like, below any creatures? The yeah, or is it too dense? It's pretty dense. You can only see, like, every now and then breaks, and you can see, like, lit windows of some of the huts. I wanna make one anyway. Okay. I'm looking for Korok. I didn't see anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Put you guys. <laughs> You guys are flying, and as you kind of descend... We're gonna die. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. You're so fun. Bye, Portia. She's <laughs> writing up how we die. No, I'm Googling stats. So, oh, yeah, no. you, guys, you guys are flying, and you're making a slow descent. Um, 
the Pegasus is making this decision for you. It's making oh, a slow descent. Well, what are we doing? You've been flying for hours. They need a break. They're flying towards the top of a tree that has a nice divot, like a nice basin of water in the center that's mm -hmm. collected through the rain. Um, there are a couple other pegasi there already um, drinking from this. And as they make their descent, those two pegasi on top of that tree rear back uh, in a fright and fly away. And the closer you get, the more you can see there is a dense cloud coming up from inside. And all of a sudden, you are infested in a swarm of beetles that are ah! trying to escape this tree. Beetles? Ew. Are they, like, attacking us, or are they just around us? They are, they're, they have been so frightened and aggroed that they are now instinctively attacking you. But, like, you can fire. they hurt us? They're little bugs. Mm -hmm. Do we oh. need to do an initiative? Or are we just doing? How, um, how far am I from my friends? You guys are all flying within 20 feet of each other. I do a breath attack. Are, out. At the beetles? On the beetles. Okay, I'm gonna say you get an attack of opportunity and I'll let you do that before we roll. Yes! Here we go. 15 foot cone. It just hits? No, what do I roll? I have to roll with dexterity, right? Oh yeah, it's uh, 13, I think. How dexterous are these beetles? <laughs> Not very, they rolled a four. Hey, baby! All right, so now, a one, a five, a seven. Plus, okay, so they're gonna take 10 poison damage. Okay, so let's do, let's just roll initiative. You're probably not gonna use the whole thing. Oh, jeez. Ah. 11. Also, uh, carefully 14. aimed. Four. Six. So it's gonna go Melody, Beatles. All the Beatles. Um, Portia. I die because Otto, of the Beatles. And then Benny. I don't want to die because of the beetles. All right, Melody, what are you doing? Listen, we're I all going to die. I can't use speak with animals with insects, could I? An insect is an animal. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk to them? I just... Insects belong to Kingdom and Amelia, which makes them he an animal. He did just poison them. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really hard They're to reason They're not going to have, like, that much to say. Um, I guess I will use a cantrip. That, um, a vicious mockery. Okay. Ah, mock the beetles. Yeah, I go mock them. It's basically I unleash a string of insults with subtle enchantments at a creature. And what does that do? Uh, it hurts them. It hurts them? I'm pretty sure it's like a offensive. A target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 2d4 psychic damage. Oh god, how wise are these You're beetles? You're gonna do psychic damage okay. on the beetles? Okay. So I what, will say, what am I making? On each little tiny brain. I, like, I would like to hear the insults you're hurling at these beetles. Dumbass <laughs> <laughs> fucking beetles. <laughs> it's a wisdom saving throw, wisdom. so it's against your dumbass spell save DC. Sleepy beetles. That's oh, a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Seventeen. Fuck. Oof. What's your spell saving? My spell saving is eight plus five plus three. Cool. Uh, so it doesn't save. No six. Oh, just kidding. It does. No, that's not yours. Hey. Yeah, it, it does save. 16. Yeah. Yeah, it saves. Sorry. Dang, that's a cool... The beaters are like, that wasn't even good. <laughs> oh, man, I hate when they fire back so easily. <laughs> beetles turn. What's next? Go, beetles. Uh, that's the beetles. They're gonna bite ya. No. What am I rolling? <laughs> no. No. I rolled a four, and then there's strength ability. What am I using? Negative four? <laughs> they rolled a zero! <laughs> yes. Uh, 
the beetles try really hard to bite us, but no matter what they do, there's hundreds of they can't manage the to peg- find our arm. The Pegasus are like they're all swishing their tails and they're like swatting them away for you. Mm. Also, okay. I have scales. What are you gonna bite? So How big are the beetles? Nexus Portia. Um, they're like chunky beetles, okay. and there's like a chunky. pretty big swarm of them. So I can't use mage hand to just. You can do whatever slap you want, but I, wish you would. I would say if you're gonna <laughs> do that, them. I'm gonna only let you roll like one d six. Actually, I'm just kidding. Okay. You can't attack with mage hand. You can't. Nope. Okay. Then Why not? not? Uh, it's in the you absolutely you can't attack with mage. You can't um, like do damage because it's mage like hand. it's not really like it, a it's just a grabbing thing. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I'm gonna do acid splash then. Okay. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Are they within five feet? It's only a, it only works on one creature. <laughs> Aren't we treating this well, collective? Yeah. Um, she did vicious mockery, which is the same. It's I can't, I'm gonna say if you're gonna try to hit acid, then with acid splash, you're only gonna be able to hit one square foot of beetle. How big is acid splash? Is it one creature? It's target one creature. Yeah. Or two within five feet. Oh, so it's five feet then. Then five square feet of beetle. Where are you aiming? Because you're flying. You're in motion. The most amount of beetles. So to your left. The beetle vein. Up down. They're swarming all around you in a cloud. Straight ahead, carve a path. You Are have an axe, you have a hammer, you have all kinds of things you can wield. Mm. Against beetles, though, it seems silly to be like... <laughs> Here's my poor hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just do acid splash. Okay, I'm assuming you're aiming it away from in front of you so that it doesn't fly back in your face mid-motion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have to do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Six. Five, nice. Eight, eight. Next is Otto. All right, here's what I want to do. I'm going to take my battle axe, and I'm going to swing it, like, the wide way to catch the most beetles in my strike. Okay. Right out. You're just trying to thwack them? Thwack as many beetles as I can. Okay. And that's going to do some, some damage, bro. Ready? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a 16... Okay. Oh, wait. I do have... No, I have proficiency in all martial weapons, so it's going to be an 18. That hits. Uh, Your proficiency should be a 3 now. Yeah, so it went from 15. Oh! I thought you said 16. 19. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. You're welcome. Shit, baby. That hits. I'm a strong boy. Strong. Strong. That's going to be a 9. Um, yeah, okay. So, Otto, as you guys have, like, been swatting them away and, um... No, wait. Okay, yeah. Nine. Acid splashing them and poison breathing them and all this. Um, more and more beetles are falling away down to the ground far past where you can see them. And in the last cloud of them is coming directly at you. And Otto thwacks them all away. They all hit the side of his axe and fall violently to the ground. Hell oh. yeah, they do. And you guys land safely at the top of this tree with the basin of water. The pegasi take one sniff of the water and... Turn their noses up at it and continue Uh-oh. on to a new tree. Ugh. Pegasi. Does anybody want to make a perception like a, check? I wouldn't say perception. I would say investigation. Nature check. Ooh, Does anyone perception? on the water? I got, on, or like on the on the whole situation. Yeah, I will. Twenty one. Yeah. Okay. You instantly connect that that whole thing happened because. The beetles were trying to flee the diseased tree. Something about it just completely turned them off and, and made them go crazy. The pegasi were 
both mildly poisoned by the water and also attacked by the beetles, and that's why those other two flew away. And the two, the four pegasi that you were riding were just not gonna touch that water. Didn't want to be anywhere near that tree anymore. So we murdered beetles for nothing. No, the beetles were sick and infected. And oh, okay. Thank um, you. Can we do investigation check on the tree? We're down there now, right? No, the pegasi have, have flown you to a few trees away. Oh, I'm not done with that one. Go back, glitter. She's like, girl, I want to need to roll animal handling if you want to get your pegasi to go back there. The pegasi are like kind of in charge of the situation because they know the pilgrimage and you don't. What do I do for that? A D. Animal handling is wisdom. So D20 plus your wisdom. Um, yeah, it takes a little convincing, but you get the peg your singular pegasi to go over there, and uh, pegasus to go over there and land on the tree. And you want to what? Roll investigation? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's the wisdom again, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I have four. So, yeah, you get nothing. I'm uh, going to try to follow her, because I got good animal handling. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you rolled a one. Wait. I'm a plus five on animal handling. What a waste. Don't matter. Crit fail, baby. What a waste. The Pegasus kicks you in the chest. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> it flicks its hair really hard and gets you in the eye. <sighs> Can I cast Speak with Animals? Yeah, go for it. Buttercup. Buttercup. So, yeah, I uh, I cast Speak with Animals. So, I'm like, baby, what was up with those beetles? The Pegasus is like, well, you know. Um. <laughs> Sick. Wait, Sick. this whole break where you like, shit, what kind of voice does a Pegasus have? Nope, that came right out of my brain just this uh, second. Well, she, knew. she knew. She knew. Just a simple Oklahoma girl, but uh... <laughs> confirmed that's what Oklahoma even sounds like. The Pegasus is like, seems like there's uh, that disease that's spreading through the trees is uh, infecting the wildlife that live off the trees. So, you know, there's other Pegasus that drink the water from the top. I'm not sure how well they're gonna be doing in a few minutes, you know. She's freaking <laughs> <Jesus. hell. laughs> She is Boomhauer. She's Boomhauer. I say, okay, can you take me over to where Portia and Glitter are? Well, yeah, but you know, don't make me touch no water. <laughs> Who's Glitter? <laughs> also, like, you know, uh, that's, those aren't our names, but, you know, it's fine. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally not my name, but it's fine. What is your name? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knew we were gonna. It's Boomhauer. Tell me it's Boomhauer. It's Boomhauer. No, wait. <laughs> he transforms back into Sisbeth. My name's Wheat Thin. <laughs> That's okay, equally Thin, as I'm good. I'm sorry. Thank you. Wait. Apology accepted. I can't understand what's no. going between No, she's just like no. whinnying at a Pegasus. Yeah. Okay, but I'm like, if, hey, if you're asking the Pegasi what their real names are, <laughs> it sounds really funny and... Improvised, and I'd really like to know. Melody, ask my Pegasus what his name I, is. I ask Wheatfin what the other one <laughs> Me too, I want to know. Me too. She's from far away. Hey. Well, that there with Lotto, that's, that's Triscuit. And that's over there, that's uh, with Fiddy, and that's uh, Ritz. Yes! And uh, over there with Portia, that's... Uh, Oh shit, what are the ones with the L's? Keebler! <laughs> what are there's, the ones with the L's? Just for the podcast, there's zero crackers on the table right now. There's we no have crackers in this no room. idea where this came from. Say, okay, thanks, Ethan. Yeah. I'll tell you all your Pegasus' names. Pegasi. Thank you. Cool! Ethan brings you over to the, um, the other tree. Are you trying to make an investigation check? Yeah. 16 plus 2, 18. 
Same thing. Water's poisoned. Shit's happening. All right, all right. Tree's dead. Poisoned I by evil. also would like to get over there. Okay. But I, <laughs> I'm going lie. to try to persuade my Pegasus. I could I could call out for you. I could be like, hey, Ritz! Oh, fair point. Ritz, bring him over here! Hey! Melody, can you get me over there? Guys. Yes. I'm chilling. I'm like, I'm nice. positive we're not going to discuss I also want to yeah, make uh, a... Ritz, Ritz and Wheatthin kind of whinny together a little bit. And Ritz, Wheatthin's like, come here. <laughs> yeah. Come here. Uh, yeah, you make it over there as well. Yay. I also want to check the water. And I also I want to take a little sample. It's uh, rolling this. Nature. That was a nap 20. Oh, shit. Um, you get down close and you look in the water and you're like, that shit's poisoned. <laughs> you solve the whole um, campaign. No, if you look, it, the closer you look, the more you realize that this tree is not the same color as the other ones. In fact, it's rapidly growing darker and the um, leaves are like unnaturally gr growing dry. Like you've never seen any kind of plant wither this fast, but you can actually physically feel it growing drier and deader. Um, and the water is kind of like a off greenish hue the more you look at it and that's it should you take a sample anyway yeah i'm gonna take one okay i just like dip the violin and plug it okay i'm right. alone <laughs> you're still over there i'm <laughs> just like that's kind of funny i, I rolled it. a i'm like guys i rolled a one <laughs> yeah, I'm trying i to go and make it i got a plus five on animal handling all right, all right well. should we continue sure. yep we okay. continue the cracker quartet Read, yes. read <laughs> um, and they bring you a bit farther down the, the path and they find another tree with a basin of water that seems completely fine. There are other pegasi drinking from it, no problem. And they bring you down there and they take a short rest. Nice. Yes, I get my breath weapon back. Aw, shit, baby. It's happening. You get your breath weapon back. Yes, my thoughts exactly. Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. Uh, I just wanted to pop in and say my usual thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you guys are super excited to get into the second arc. I know that the arcs are kind of short so far, um, but I really, we're still kind of testing the waters with this game. Although we did play a, a pre-written book before this, this is my first homebrew, it's my first time DMing, and I really want to make sure that I'm, I'm making something enjoyable for not only you, but for the players as well. Uh, Mike, Amanda, Matt, and Allie seem like they're really enjoying it so far, so from here on out, it will get a little bit longer per arc. This particular arc didn't take us as long as I anticipated, but you know, I'm just starting to get the hang of this, so uh, bear with me. As always, if you want to keep up with the show, news, new episodes, um, it's just funny things that I like to post on Twitter, um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast, and make sure that if you're posting anything that you want me to see or you want to talk to other people about the show, uh, use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast. Like the last two weeks, I am still taking suggestions for magic items in the shops, and you can send those to AttemptedAdventureCast at gmail.com. I really look forward to sifting through those and seeing what you guys have to come up with. And like I've said before, it would be such a huge help if you could go on iTunes and leave a rating and a review for the show. It really will help boost the show, and it'll show other people that you're listening and you like it, and that'll give them a reason to listen to. Um, spread the word. Word of mouth is the biggest advertisement that I could ever ask for. A simple retweet will do, you know? I really, really hope that you guys are enjoying the show so far. I'm having such a great time producing it and writing it, and I'm just really, really loving it. I hope you are too. So as usual, I will catch you in the next one. Bye!